You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date on what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, voters in the Mansfield City School District will soon decide whether to approve the renewal of two current levies rolled into one issue. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at Stutz Fresh Market, located at 184 Main Street in Belleville. Head over and shop for great prices on meats, produce, and delicious food your family will love. Or shop online and find coupons and savings at stutzfreshmarket.com. Now our feature story. On November 8th, voters in the Mansfield City School District will decide whether to approve the renewal of two current levies rolled into one issue. The five-year, 19-mil ballot issue, which will not increase property taxes, replaces two existing levies, a five-year levy that expires at the end of 2023 and a seven-year set to expire at the end of 2025. If approved, the first levy will be allowed to expire and the second will be cancelled at the end of 2023. Collection of the combined levy would not start until 2024. The Mansfield City School Board of Education voted back in July to combine the levies on the November ballot to reduce voter fatigue. The emergency levy would continue to generate $7.9 million annually. Emergency levies are dollar levies, meaning they generate a fixed sum each year collected regardless of changes in property value. Emergency levies have variable rates, which can change each year in order to generate a set dollar amount. The renewal will cost property owners $665 a year for every $100,000 of property value. Funds from the emergency levy will go toward general expenses such as salaries, technology, utilities, and educational materials. Stephanie Zader, a member of the Levy Renewal Committee, explained that this is what's going to pay teachers' salaries, keep the lights on, keep kids in school, and teachers employed. MCS Treasurer Tassie Courtright said combining the two levies rather than replacing them with a new levy also means eligible taxpayers will still be eligible for property tax rollbacks and homestead exemptions. To learn more on this story, visit us at richlandsource.com. Before we continue, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at RFME Insurance. RFME is committed to protecting you and your family through some of life's most precious and difficult moments. Whether you're looking for home, health, auto, or life insurance, RFME is here to help. Call 419-524-8411 to learn more. Next, some local history. As October drew to a close in 1900, Mansfield had the attention of the entire nation for a brief and somber moment. That was when the city's favorite son, Senator John Sherman, came home for the last time after his death on October 22, 1900. He was laid to rest here, at home, with pomp and ceremony. It is perhaps difficult to imagine today, over 100 years later, just what Senator Sherman meant to Mansfield. But it is significant that so long after his life was over, his name is still stamped on this city in maps with parks and streets and institutions. Though he kept a home in Washington, D.C., where his life focused, he always considered himself a Mansfield resident. He was proud to claim our city as his hometown to reporters and in the text of his senatorial speeches. It was in Mansfield where Sherman first began his law practice before he ran for Congress. He developed such a keen legal mind that he became one of the most powerful lawmakers in the U.S. government for recognizing the laws needed to shape society. It is notable that the Sherman Antitrust Act still bears his name, and still 125 years later, his name is regularly invoked with that law in courts around the country, on Wall Street, and in Congress. 
He was employed on Capitol Hill for nearly 50 years, and it wasn't because nobody of consequence ever ran against him. He lasted because Ohio recognized his value. He was lifted out of the Senate during the Rutherford B. Hayes administration to serve as Secretary of the Treasury, and again during his last years during the William McKinley administration to be Secretary of State. It is fair to say that he rose in the nation's consciousness steadily and continually from the time of Abraham Lincoln, when he loudly supported emancipation in the heated debates, until the end of his career when he put his job on the line in order to oppose the Spanish-American War. By the turn of the century, he was the last man in Congress who had taken part in the great debates that ushered in the Civil War, and his death represented the end of an era. It was altogether fitting that the nation officially said goodbye to him at the end with the most dignified honors possible. It was also meaningful to Mansfield that this rite of national passage took place in the streets and in the hearts of our town. Next, the Belleville Poncho's Tacos menu has the best of both worlds. Tacos from the Poncho's Tacos Mansfield location, and fajitas and specials from El Campestre in Ontario. General Manager Alejandro Carrizal Ramos said restaurant staff have combined those two menus and also added new drinks. All food and drinks are made fresh to order. Owners, staff members, and local officials celebrated Poncho's Tacos opening with a ribbon cutting on Monday. During the event, Belleville Mayor Terry Brenkus said residents are excited to have another locally owned restaurant. Co-owners Margarito and Elizabeth Carrizal, Luis, Natalia, and Jesus Davalos also announced plans to open a Belleville Poncho's Tacos in January. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of James Harold Gray of Mansfield. Harold was born in 1937 in Kentucky. He graduated from Crestline High School in 1955 and then joined the United States Marine Corps. He had also been employed for numerous years with S-Step Trucking as a truck driver and previously owned and operated his own truck as well as worked for many other trucking companies for over 50 years. Harold had pastored at multiple evangelical churches in the area throughout his life and was an ordained minister. As a family man, he cherished the time he spent with his brothers, children, and especially grandchildren. He is survived by his three children, twelve grandchildren, seven great-grandchildren, one brother, as well as cousins, nieces, nephews, and other relatives and friends. In addition to his parents, he was preceded in death by his wife Margie in 2016 and three brothers. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate Harold's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com obituaries submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.